Welcome to the Real Talk About Entrepreneurship podcast. I have Stizel here. I'm really, really, really excited to have this conversation with her. I was just saying earlier that I feel like mindset affects everything we do. So I am more on the marketing content creation side, but even within that, I have to do a lot of mindset coaching for the people that I work with. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you too. This is the Real Talk About Entrepreneurship podcast where we have real conversations about entrepreneurship. So let's just start by getting real with you first. Tell us about yourself and your background. Hello, everybody. Again, Stizzle Speaks. Um, my background, I'm originally from Boston, Mass, and I moved to L.A. in 2020, right when the pandemic started. It was like kind of my aha, let's go. But I spent many years in leadership roles as a manager in retail. Um, and so I had a moment with someone that I was having a conversation with who was a coach. And I noticed like she was taking notes about what I was doing to change my business, how it was affecting my teams. And I was like, hmm, I think I have something here. And like, I should be doing this for someone else because I have all the knowledge and I have a coach in front of me who is already doing the job hmm. and asking me questions. So like, that's when I was like, okay, I'm out, I'm moving. I'm going to start my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also was very passionate about women's empowerment, which is another seg- segment of what I do mm-hmm. um, because I was bullied in the eighth grade and I felt like I wanted to build stronger connections with women mm-hmm. and women entrepreneurs so that we can show up better for each other and support each other more. So here I am two years later um, in the trenches doing the work. Uh, rebranding and really uh, focusing on leveling up in the business come to 2023 now that we're in this year. That's awesome. So talk to us about what you were doing before you did this pivot. What, what was that like? So before this, I worked for Matt Cosmetics, which is under the Estee Lauder umbrella. So I was a manager, a retail manager for them. So I went from working in a store, um, one store, like a freestanding location to senior leadership. So I oversaw Times Square, which is their global flagship location mm-hmm. and was really um, managing, you know, 20 other managers. So that was my passion. Like people are my passion. It still is. Uh, have Mac on my, my, my body, right? Like I, yeah. I literally thought I had my dream job. Like that was something that I saw myself doing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately the company went through a, a global restructure. So I was laid off on a severance and I was like really crushed because of, what am I going to do at this point? Um, so before then, again, spent a lot of time in leadership and management and just really loved helping others excel in their roles and what they wanted to do and work on their strengths and, you know, build that teamwork so um your mindset and empowerment coach talk to me about the importance of mindset for entrepreneurs i feel like i know i want to hear what you think it's everything (laughs) you know entrepreneurship is it's a journey right it's something that has ebbs and flows and it can be very challenging but it's all about how we view that challenge. And I think that's where mindset comes in. And it's what are the stories that we tell ourselves that are true? And what are the stories that are the limited belief stories, right? That are not true. They're not factual. They're not built on any, any foundation, but we have to fight that. And so, you know, mindset is extremely important because when things get tough, they get even tougher. And depending on how you approach the situation, decides whether or not you're going to come out on the other side and so we have to always go back to what are we telling ourselves and how are we influencing our own minds first Mm -hmm. before we can even influence in our businesses yeah so i i feel like you know one of the reasons why we struggle to impart mindset lessons on entrepreneurs is sometimes it feels like such an abstract thing right Mm -hmm. like people can't really it feels very abstract to people 
So what in your experience has been a direct correlation between a mindset block and, you know, the final result after surmounting or conquering the mindset block? Yeah, it's really okay. So I tell myself this limited belief, for example, I don't have the experience, right? I hear that a lot. I don't have the experience. There's someone out there that can do it better, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's a limited belief if you think about it, because unless you've written down all the reasons as to why you had this thought and went through them and said, okay, this is a factual reason as to why I don't have the experience, you're just telling yourself a story, right? And so you have to say, okay, here's my experience and how does this experience roll into what it is that I'm trying to do within my business? And once you identify the things that really are not true and what is true about your strengths, your skills, your experience, then you can really just build on top of that and just move forward. So in your opinion, speaking of limiting beliefs, what are the most popular limiting beliefs or mindset blocks that stop entrepreneurs from reaching their goals? For sure. One of the big ones that I find happens um, a lot on even calls when I do consultation calls is it's not the right time. Hmm. Right. Like now is not the right time. And I'm like, well, let's write that down and let's break it down. Hmm. Right. So what about now not being the right time makes you believe this? And some people are like, well, I don't have the money, so I'm financially unprepared. Right. Or I don't know enough information. And then by the time we go through this process of, OK, what is it going to cost you to start? Hmm. And better yet, what is it going to cost you if you don't start? Right. And then we go through, okay, so if you started, you had the money to start, what experiences or skills do you already have? Mm -hmm. Write those down and really look at the picture for what it is and not what you're telling yourself. Because far too often it's like now is not the right time, but that then can just 10x to not the right time every other week, mm -hmm. every other month, every other call. And it's like, well, when is the right time? Technically, there's never a right time outside of now because the worst thing that can happen is nothing. So if you don't do anything, you won't get anything. So just start and see where you can go from there. So that's one of the big ones that I find more often than not. And then again, which I mentioned inside of that message is the limited belief behind money, right? Which is a whole other topic about how we sometimes view money as being something that is um, not of a resource that we can get and we look at it from a position like a negative lens I think it more so than how can I utilize this to build more mm -hmm. right so that's one of them um, and the feel of fa fear of failure right mm -hmm. so like if I do start now I'm not going to be great at it or I really don't know if I can you know go forward and make this happen mm -hmm. and then take a step back and then not stop right mm -hmm. like if i fail then i have to sit where i am and it's like you don't have to sit there like who taught you that failure is a bad thing failure is actually a good thing because it shows you yeah. that you can learn something new to move forward and get even better mm -hmm. and if you don't fail you don't learn anything so it's like we have to constantly learn right so I find that the fear of success sometimes is even more insidious than the fear of failure. So it's more insidious and it's more difficult to deal with. It's more difficult to identify and it's more difficult to conquer. So what are your thoughts on the fear of success? So actually, I was that person about, I want to say, probably a little over a year ago. 
And I had to dig deep to the root of why was I feeling this way? Again, let me write down all the thoughts that I was having around the fear of success. And it boiled down to, as silly as it sounds, it may sound for some, I was always sort of the poster child in my family, meaning like I was the one who went to college, graduated, got out, never got into like, you know, bad habits with drug and alcohol abuse. And every family function, I was always the spotlight person. It was like, hey, what's going on? Or you look so pretty, you're doing this. And so I felt for a moment, like the light is always on me to be the best person within my family structure. Like I have to be the one that becomes successful. And if not, then I'm going to be looked at like, I didn't, I didn't do the right thing. Right. But being successful always scared me because once in thinking, once I got there, I was still going to have that attention. And I'm someone like, I can speak, I can go out and talk to any person, but I really don't like attention, right? Like I, I want to teach you something, but I don't want all attention on me. And so I was really afraid of success for a while for that reason. Hmm. Sometimes those people that I find are fear, they're fearful of success is because they're looking at someone else's definition hmm. and feeling like they cannot get to that level of success. Therefore, I'm just going to collapse right versus writing down what does success look like for you like what's your million dollar dream like what is that really for you because sometimes it, it's not as big as people may make it seem right it, it could be very achievable but they're looking at someone they're looking at it through someone else's lens that's so good because um i heard i read a quote from dan kennedy and he said there's nothing worse than ending up with a success you don't like Mm -hmm. and it woke me up right i yeah. was like and then i had to like review and look at everything that i was involved in i was like am i gonna be happy in like three years or whatever down the line and this is a success that i have or do i want to come out of that and pivot and create a success that i want now right yeah. and that's the thing there's there's so much to what you said because i feel like people also look at how other people have achieved success mm -hmm. and it might not be as desirable to them. The methods of achieving success may not be as desirable to them. But again, in their minds, another limiting belief is maybe that's the only way to achieve success. I'll give you an example. I feel like a lot of popular successful people can be a-holes, right? Mm -hmm. And for there are some people who are like, I don't want to be an a-hole. That's not who I want to be. But again, like I said, I feel like that might be the loudest form of success. But there are other ways that you can achieve success as well. And I'm one of the crazy but people, I had to remind myself recently, I'm one of the crazy people who thinks that success can be done a different way. You don't necessarily mm -hmm. have to be an a-hole or destroy people to achieve success. So thank 100%. you for sharing that. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I want to go back to something you talked about. It's not the right time. This comes up a lot in sales calls. For, for many, any entrepreneur who has been on a sales call, it comes up a lot in sales calls. And one of the things I do before I you know, start the process of a sales call is I let people know that part of my job here is to let you is to help you surmount your fear because the biggest mm -hmm. thing that's going to stop you from taking action today is your fear right however sometimes it still doesn't help mm -hmm. so how do you help people who are stuck in that mindset i have two minds about it one is probably not the popular opinion and the other one is, hey, let's great, let's let's uh, battle these objections. Yeah. But the first one is sometimes I realize like if I go through all the motions of combating objections, showcasing what you will essentially lose if you don't take action and you still decide not to, it might not be your time. 
right? Like no matter what I can do to pour into you from a mindset perspective, 30 minutes is not enough. Mm-hmm. An hour conversation is not enough, you know? So it's one of those moments where I, I started to realize not everyone is my client mm-hmm. and that's okay. Because I went through the motions of being a people pleaser and being a servant leader and saying, I want to help everyone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to realize you can't help any everyone. And even as going through the motions of a mindset and empowerment coach, I'm going to pour into you as much as I can. And I'm going to ask you the question so you can dive, dive deeper into your own thoughts and beliefs. And if you can't come out on the other side of it in that moment, you might need to sit with it, like take the information back, sit with it. And I promise you, you'll come back to me, hmm. right? Like I won't have to follow up with you. You'll sit with it and come back to me and say, you know what? You are right. And I have to do this now because you realize all the reasons as to why not doing it now is going to hurt you, hmm. right? If you don't change your mindset now, in a week from now, where will you be? Yeah. In that position. So like, how bad do you really want it to get on the other side of what's not already working? Right. You know, so it, it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle, but I had to get over also the the fear of rejection and, and knowing that, hey, you're going to get no's yeah. and the no's are important because you're going to get that yes that's yeah. going to change the trajectory of your business yeah. um, and you just have to keep moving forward. Get through the but, no's so you can get to the yes. That's what I say. Exactly. And I, I totally agree with that perspective. I feel like sometimes it's not just like it hurts me. And, and again, I think there's this delicate line we have to thread as business owners because it's like oh it's hurting you because you're not making money but no it's because i see the potential i see that this could work for you and you're letting yourself down that's why it hurts me but ultimately like you said you just got to let it go um Mm -hmm. i feel especially like when you're an entrepreneur who's confident in the value that you have to give you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't get this. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to move on to the next one. You're the one who's stopping yourself, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. And the other thing, maybe those folks don't have true intention behind what it is that they really want, right? Maybe the picture isn't clear enough to say, you know what? I really want A, B, and C, and I have to make it happen. Like, it has to matter really really deeply in your soul to be to that level of success to say yes right Mm -hmm. and in in simpler terms I went through a moment of feeling like wow you believe in me so much Mm -hmm. why am I not there Mm -hmm. right like why do I not feel like I believe in myself and it really came down to being like sometimes you have to allow people to to turn the light switch on on their time right because you can believe in someone so much, but that can easily deflate your balloon as a coach yep. because you're giving so much of your positive value to them where it's like you feel disappointed. And I had to let that part go. I had yeah. to shed that because it was very heavy. It was it very is. heavy, especially for someone who, again, you see the potential. Yeah. But sometimes you got to give folks the opportunity to sit within their own thoughts, Mm -hmm. sit within their own moment of where they currently are and say, write out what it is that you really want to see so that you can you can start to believe it. Right. Because some people don't even have an idea of where what that picture looks like. Mm -hmm. They're just going day by day and going through the motions. And that was me. That was sizzle for years right yeah yeah that's good that's good thanks for sharing that so you know how it is at at this time of the year people are making their new year's resolution people are talking about all the changes you're gonna make in the new year right but like by march 
their generators start to run out of gas, right? So, <laughs> so what are five, three to five things you feel like entrepreneurs can do right now to prepare themselves in the long run? Yeah. Uh, the first thing is really writing out that plan, right? So write out your goals in that million dollar plan and dive deep into what that looks like. Because if you don't know what it looks like, you have no idea what the target is. And so you, you won't start because you have nowhere to go, right? Yeah. So definitely do that. And I'm gonna, I wrote five good ones. So I wanna look at them. Awesome, woohoo. Um, <laughs> the other thing is act like you already are that person and start to walk in the shoes of what that person looks like to you. So whatever that successful person, that avatar is for you, walk in those shoes be that person already. And I used to say this a lot when I used to coach managers and coach artists like that wanted to either be a trainer or be a manager. And I'm like, well, what are you doing today that speaks to being in that position, right? Because if you're just walking in the current shoes and the current role, you're, you're not going to get to that level as quickly. So be the person today, don't wait. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is take action, just do the thing. Like whatever it is, just do it. Don't sit and wait on it or do the things, whatever they may be. So if it's registering for your LLC, if it's getting that business bank account, if it's calling for people that you thought about, you know, working with, just do it, right? Take action immediately. Don't wait on it. Because if you wait, you forget. Or if you wait, that fear or that limited belief starts creeping back in and then you won't get to it. Um, so the other one is thinking the be versus the have, and I got that from the book, seven habits of highly effective people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, if I had a, B and C, I'd be happy. No, mm -hmm. it's, I am happy because I have a, B and C, right? Just operate in the space of you are a successful entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I am a great coach. I can be a, B and C, right? Mm -hmm. So just, again, that shift in mindset, um, and then the other one is evaluate your circle, hmm. evaluate your circle, evaluate your skill set. And so in evaluating your circle, I believe in you are a sum of who's around you. Right. So if your circle is comprised of people that are, you know, take, 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 or you look at the phone and you're like, oh, I could take this phone call right now, but I really don't want to talk about who did what yesterday. <laughs> evaluate that and, yeah. and understand that in order to get to the next level, you have to have people who are already on that level or higher mm -hmm. around you because you can't be the smartest person in the room and learn anything. Right. So really look at your plus ones, your negative ones and your zeros and start making changes there and then evaluate your skill set. So write out, you know, all the things you've done in your past, whether it's real life experiences on the job or experiences with your friends and teaching them something and really circle and identify the things that you're really good at because that's gonna help you build your business in the future. That's so good. A few things stood out at me. I was listening to a Myron Golden live yesterday evening. You know him, did you follow him? Yes. I yes. have the honor, like he follows me, that's an honor. So I was listening to one of his live with his daughter yesterday and he talked about how he's not afraid to spend money because he's just going to make it back, you know? And it goes back to the mindset thing you were talking about, you know, act like what you're going to become. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, I, and I've, sh I've shared a video on this before on my Instagram. I'm like, when I'm ready to make more money, I spend more. I yes. throw money out there. Because there's that limiting mindset you want to hold on to what you have instead of mm -hmm. releasing and making room for more to come to you. 
So I spend right. more money on courses. I spend more. I just release money because I know it's going to come back. And in fact, that the spending of the money is what's going to motivate me to make the money back. You know what I mean? So that was yeah. really important. And then I remember meet, uh, on my journey too, there was a time where I just wrote on my whiteboard, what does a seven-figure entrepreneur do on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. That's very important. And just becoming that person. I think um, James Clear talks about it too in Atomic Habits. He talks right, about, yes, yeah, he talks exactly. about building habits of whoever it is you want to become. And then that will get you to become the person you want to become. So that's really right. important too. A hundred percent. And then going yeah. back to actually a real, I think you might've posted it today. Hmm. And it's, if you look at all the successful entrepreneurs that are out here right now or coaches, there's a common denominator. Hmm. There are common threads with everyone in terms of what their habits are what their spending habits are, because that's a big one to your point. Like, well, I know we see it all the time on a call. Someone's afraid to put out $97. Yep. Right. But they will go spend $97 at a restaurant in a heartbeat for a moment to eat. And that moment is gone in, in 15 minutes. Yeah. You gave a little nutrition, maybe, right? Yeah. 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 But debatable. (laughs) Yeah, you can utilize that 97 to then make 997 in in one phone call or one pre-sale. It it, it really goes back to, again, the mindset of of money. But all of these successful people have the same thing in common. They spend money on coaches. They spend money on courses and they actually take action and they do things differently. So that's key. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. So. This is the tell me something real segment. So mm-hmm. tell me something real about your journey, something candid about your journey and how you surmounted, surmounted that to come to where you are now. Yeah, uh, my journey has been and still continues to be very challenging. Um, as much as I, I, I always say this, I am my toughest client because I can close my eyes and coach someone to success without a problem. But I have to consistently have conversations with myself in the dark about getting to the other side, right? Some days are great. Other days are like, darn, I, I didn't close a sale today. What is wrong with me, right? And it's, it's breaking that, but that is something that's really real. It's not always cyber glitter and butterflies. Like, it gets hard. Yes, I want my audience to see you know, the great side of being an entrepreneur and having time freedom and being able to get on a private jet because that's within my circle. But on the other side of seeing all these great things, it gets real. I posted a reel today in the same sweatshirt that I've been in all week, Mm -hmm. right? Because it takes longer to get pretty and get dressed and I got to get to work with my shower bonnet on. (laughs) (laughs) That's the life we live. But it's, it's challenging every single day and you know i have to focus on picking myself up yeah more often than not girl same so like and it's like you know life happens in ebbs and flows yesterday i had kind of like a bad day today i woke up with more inspiration more energy right now i'm exhausted but we still show up i think that's the biggest takeaway is regardless of how difficult it gets we still show up and that ultimately is what separates successful from the people who don't become successful at what they do and just and then if i want to share sorry no you're good yeah it it keeps me 
Um, because I went through this too, when I first started out on this journey and I got my first ebook sale, it was like, Ooh, I can do this. And then when it wasn't so big and happening, I was like, mm, I'm not going to go as hard. And I, I encourage all of you entrepreneurs out there. If you're one of those people where when things are really good, you feel great and you keep going, but when they're hard, you kind of pull back and stop. Don't stop. Just keep going because it's going to happen again. And the other side of that is it might be an indicator that you have to sit within figuring out, is this really your why? Are you doing it for the right reason? Are you in entrepreneurship for the right reason? Or are you doing it because someone encouraged you to do it or you're seeing it on Instagram or what so have you? Yeah. So think about those two things as well. That's so important because it is not glamorous. <laughs> so no matter how glamorous people no. make it seem, it is not <laughs> glamorous. Um, and another thing that helps me, I always ask myself, like you were saying, if my client was going through this, what would I tell them? And it helps me. I'm like, just take the client, the advice you would give your clients, right? Yeah. So um, thank you so much. This has been amazing. This has been lovely. Thank you for getting very candid with us. Where can people find your work, Stizzo? You can find me on Instagram at S-T-I-Z-Z-O Speaks, spelled traditionally, or my website, www.stizzospeaks.com. Awesome. And I'll put Stizzo's information in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.